Yo, 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 yo. Shout out to everybody in the building, man. Welcome back to the Foundational Manhood Podcast with me and my brother, the Book of Ronin. Make sure y'all follow us on all of your podcast platforms. Also, make sure y'all follow us on YouTube, Foundational Manhood Podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram. We got another great show lined up for you guys today. <clears throat> Shout out to the whole FMP Nation. Shout out to the FNP Nation. We got another great show lined up. We have a great special guest, one of our brothers. One of our brothers, man. Um, yo, great brother. Yo. Great brother. We got here on deck with us today. We're going to have this awesome conversation that black men need to have in 2022. So stay tuned. We got. It's on you. All right, gentlemen, we're back at it again. And now you have to remember, I've always said, it always takes a pussy to expose and control one. And this season, we are in the winter of wealth. This is where we start accumulating our ourselves, learning, uh, learning how to build on everything we've been waiting for for this for this last quarter. You start cutting things off. Certain people you got to freeze out. 
being blood related, being um, even in relationships. If people have been cold to your greatness, cut them the fuck off. You'll catch them on the rebound if possible. But in this season right now, this is where you have to be cold as a man, doing what you're supposed to do, making no apologies for having that level of greatness and working on it, maximizing it. This is your time. So when spring comes up, we're talking about the spring of supremacy. This is your time to prepare yourself. This is why I'm in the gym six times a week. This is why I encourage my brothers to get out there, start walking, start moving different, start reading more. Not just books, but people. Reading the best and the worst of yourself. This is the time we start showing motherfuckers how cold you really are. We're not talking about your, your feelings, being some old ice cold pimp. We're talking about cold blooded. Everything you do coming from a frozen tundra of your heart. I am the coldest motherfucker out here. You say that every morning to yourself and act on it because words are spells. But when you do all that shit, you'd be surprised how cold a motherfucker really is when he's doing his damn thing. That's been your five-minute firewatch. Man, man. Awesome five-minute firewatch, man. Shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin, man. We have a great, great guest with us today. We got to have this conversation. Shout out to my brother, the Black Man's Heart Podcast. Me and him was chopping it up behind the scenes, and he was like, bro, you know, we need to get together and sit down and, and, and have this conversation about the state of the Black Man's health. State of the Black Man's health. And it's extremely important that we have this conversation because... We all know that mental health is one of the conversations that has now, is now no longer taboo in the black community. Before, speaking about mental health, men even admitting that they have feelings is something that is not normal in our community. Admitting that they've been hurt. Admitting this stuff is, is just a step within itself. And I definitely think that this conversation is needed because we are here to encourage and inspire brothers to speak on this stuff a lot more. When it comes to being transparent, it doesn't mean transparency as in being a real nigga. Letting your nuts hang is not just you just standing on your word and, and, and meaning. No, letting your nuts hang is, is uh, making sure your nuts are okay. You know, and, and, and a lot of us guys, we, we neglect these things. We, we neglect them because we just expect them to always be there and to always be functioning correctly because we're men. And we don't, and a lot of times it'd be too late when we try to grasp hold 
of our health, especially our mental health, because a lot of our physical ailments really come from how we decided to treat ourselves based on what's going on up here and in here. So how y'all feel about that, fellas? Man, um, salute, fam, and, and and thank you for having me, y'all. Bro, you just you 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 hit the nail right on the head, man. For sure. We we definitely um we definitely have a a a disproportionate amount of us, disproportionate amount of us who are suffering in silence and and even more of us that don't even know that we're suffering. So this this is a, a long long overdue and, and even for those of us that have been having a conversation even 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 like we need to have it more consistently just to, those check-ins and things like that so you definitely hit it right on the head fam yeah i wholeheartedly agree i couldn't say any better i say hey <laughs> brother got <one. laughs> facts and, and and it's it's important that we do have these conversations more because one thing that black men lack, the number one thing that we lack is agency. And a lot of times when we hear the word agency, the first thing we think about, we black, we grew up in the hood. First thing we think about is the welfare. So, but, but it's not, it's how we look at things because we should provide well, we should as men provide welfare for one another. Because when you provide welfare for someone, you care about their well-being. And that's something that we discount. Oh, I ain't helping no nigga. Because in your mind, you think that brother's not there to help you. And this is where the mental illness comes into play because we've been so used to being shut out and alone and, and having to do everything alone, having to feel everything alone, having to understand everything alone, that we look at the next man as if he won't even give a fuck about you. That's how deep this shit goes to where you can't even look at another man and even and even see that he might not even be having a good day. And 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 this is the type of stuff that's plaguing a lot of black men because whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of these killings that's going on is really mental health issues. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. And it's um being brothers out here, we have to own up to that part of ourselves. As strong as we're told to be and portray ourselves, we know the fucking truth. A lot of us don't have that agency to be ourselves around other people. Hell, we don't even have that agency to be ourselves to ourselves. And that's something that's the end because with all that pressure, it's got to go somewhere. And when men get desperate for that bit of peace, They'll take some very extreme measures to secure it, even permanent. So we got we gotta we gotta make sure that level of agency is not just 
ingrained within us but shared among us as men in this generation because we've said this numerous times before right now we're the ogs well you want to own it or not we are the fucking ogs right now and we have to move accordingly like that and and trust me bro uh self-harm or or taking ourselves out of this world that's the last thing any of us want actually want to do we don't I, I don't even think it's a it's a thought until we're until we know that we're completely at the edge of the cliff with nowhere else to go like the, the to end the pain to end the suffering to end the the the, the exhaustion the fucking never-ending cycle of of torture um um it, it's it's almost like a truman show type shit where it's like someone has to be calling these fucking shots from a from a from a from a room or some shit like that where they can see that all it takes is for this to break me because this is what's breaking me right now and or this is what keeps coming at me you know that kind of shit so it's not even like it's not even like, you know, we want a lot of people look at that shit like, oh, nigga, I've said this shit before to somebody who told me they were suicidal. I said, oh, nigga, that's that's that weak minded shit, because I at that point wasn't had never experienced that those thoughts, those real feelings like, nigga, this is real for me, like to that point. And going through my own shit, it like I had to come to terms with that. This is not weak. There's nothing weak about that shit. Matter of fact, that's probably some of the that's probably some of the shit that's gonna take the most strength is to hurt yourself. Cause like Malcolm said, we as black men, we not we not of that. We don't kill ourselves. We don't kill ourselves. It could be something that's infecting us, that's telling us to do it, but we don't, that's not who we are in here in 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 our ingrained. It's not ingrained, it's not a part of our makeup to, to hurt ourselves because we're the type that gives so much of ourselves. We give of ourselves. But um, but you man, you y'all are absolutely cooking right now, bro. Like that's real shit. I agree. And I'm glad you spoke on that because I used to be one of those as well to say how suicide was weak. But with me experiencing one of my best friends taking his life, and the way that he took his life. That's not no weak shit. And my brother wasn't no weak nigga. But I looked at his life. And I looked at all the shit he endured from the time he was a little boy. It took a lot of strength for him to even maintain to live those. I think my bro was like 39. 39, 40 years. It took a lot for him to just survive those 40 years. See, me and my me and my friends, we come from real poverty. Like parents on drugs poverty. Not they just not making enough money poverty. No, our parents was actively on drugs. Out there on the street on drugs this is how my bro parents were and a lot of my bros our parents had substance addictions when we were young so 
And growing up, you don't know how that affects you until you a teenager and the niggas you was just playing on the court with is selling crack to your mother. See, I never thought about the level of trauma that can inflict on a boy because he's still hanging out with them. These are still my friends. These are my friends. So now it was like, how do I how do I interpret this? So definitely suicide is definitely not no weak shit because I look at my bro and I think about how how much he was break broken down to where, like you said, it's nothing else I could do. It's either I jump off the cliff or I'm gonna fall anyway. I just want I just want the pain to stop. Like I, I just want I want motherfuckers to stop seeing me go through this shit. And I want to stop going through this shit. But no matter how hard I try, I keep going through this shit. It's like quicksand. And at some point, you just fucking you realize that you in quicksand. Fucking, I'm just that's just what it is. And I'm going down with it. There's no use in fighting because every time I fight, I get deeper in this shit. Like that's how fucked up it is. And 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 it causes mental health issues motherfuckers that think oh i'm born with mental health issues no you're born with triggers that 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 or environmental conditions that will cause mental health issues like you said dealing with that shit from the time he's young you know what i'm saying like imagine dealing with some shit from the or being made aware of some shit from the time that you are able to recognize yourself as an individual seven six seven years old maybe even younger you recognize yourself as an individual i'm somebody that needs to eat i'm somebody that needs need has needs from that time recognizing that shit, being made aware that your life is different from other people's your parents are fucked up or your environment whatever it is you just shit is just different but it's now growing up no matter how hard you try to make shit right or to right the wrongs or whatever the fuck it is, the more fucked up shit happens. You, you get, you get, you get, you get assaulted sexually as a kid. You get abused uh, physically as a kid. You get bullied. That all of this shit that we go through as as men, as 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 black people, but as black men, especially being big black men, don't be no kid that's bigger than the most of the other kids because now you're a fucking target. Don't be no kid who dresses differently or who doesn't have expensive name brand shit because now you a target and this is how it is for us growing up in these areas because we're mimicking our environment but a kid is not is not built to these are, we were not made to survive or or to thrive in those environments so what you get is you get from elementary school on up you get groups of us that are suffering don't know we're going through shit but we're mimicking these environments and bringing that shit to school. We're involving our partners in that shit, exposing them to certain shit. And now they, they're traumatized by us. Kids are traumatizing kids is what I'm trying to say. But it's not, it's not a thing where it's, it's the kid's fault. It's the kid who, who, is, who is a product of their environment. So how can, I, how can I be okay? How can I be mentally and, and emotionally sound 
if I'm a product of such a fucked up environment. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and who the fuck, who's going to help me? Like, who's going to help me? There may be somebody, a teacher, somebody that I could reach out to, but nine times out of ten, it's not. It's not. It's going to be somebody from the hood. It's going to be somebody that that sees something in us. And they're going to, they're going to, more time, it, it, I say maybe half the time, that person is going to corrupt us eventually because they're a product of their environment also. So if they haven't figured out a way out mentally and emotionally, then they're going to corrupt us at some fucking point in time, probably without even knowing it. So this shit runs deep, bro. This shit runs real deep. I mean, I, I, I totally agree because what about, what about the dudes who, who just download like me as a kid, I would just download to the point where you don't even know that something is wrong with you because you just been downloading and trying to assess what you've been downloading your whole life. You can't say nothing about it because it's like stay in a child's place. You can't speak on it. So you just sit there and you and, and you internalize it. This is this is something that I'm discovering about myself. About how much shit I just internalized. And I learned how to like block the shit out. Almost to the point where I can't explain it really. So when it comes to mental health, understand, fellas, that this shit come in a lot of different forms. You know, because I was just, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I was just diagnosed with major depression disorder. And I used to think depression wasn't a mental illness. So with, with me knowing this, I never knew that I was even depressed. What the fuck is depression? What, me being upset? Niggas, nigga, get over it. This, this is what was in my mind for years. Like, I ne that's why I never thought about it. I'm not depressed. But for years, people will always ask me, what's wrong? Nothing. Nah, something wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I, I, I just always feel like something is wrong. But with my diagnosis now, I know what people was feeling. And I wasn't even feeling it. Maybe I was. I just so got I just got so used to it. It became a normal modality. To where this is just me. It, this is not this is not a broken part of me, even though it is now. I, I'm starting to understand that now. But there's a lot of us. Who, this becomes part of our personality. 
This actually draws people to you and repel people. And we take on, this how we live. This how we move. Now this how we live. And it's not fucking healthy. And I realized that because shit starts to break down after a while. Can't wing shit. Because it's, 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 it's going to come back. It's, it's going to spin the block on you. Your, 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 your unresolved issues, your traumas you don't want to, that shit going to spin the block. The walls is closing in on the motherfucker. Like Scarface said, four walls closing in on the nigga. That, that's, that's how that shit is, man. That's meant, he, they was talking about mental health in that song. We was just thinking, oh, my mind's playing tricks. No, nigga, that's paranoia. That's guilt. That's uh, 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 survivor's guilt. That They described so much shit in that one song that it, it, let me put it like this. Everything that you just said, bro, and, and 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 I'm 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 so happy that you got that clarity. You know what I'm saying? Because now being able to put a name to something, uh, or or a label to something, uh, being able to tag it, you can say, all right, I, I'm I I know what to deal with now, or I know what to work on now, uh, versus not or versus being oblivious or just living like that, um. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a way that we live with shit like that and design or, or build our identity around that shit or allowing that shit to create an identity. Like you said, it'll attract some people because that sickness or that, 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 that darkness is creating its own identity, something that we can live with, but it's, it's killing us in the long run because now we got these, these, whether it's headaches, stomach problems, uh, fucking anxiety attacks. Um, uh, we get this nervous feeling around certain energies or around certain people like that shit that we, we felt in the beginning, but we just started living with that shit. So hell yeah, man. It's, it's, um, it's a it's a it's a thing that I saw in the mental hospital, bro. Um, this year was seeing brothers who who looked like they were drunk or looked like they were high, but they were they had the uh, disabilities, um, and they were coming in there on the weekends. So the weekends in the mental hospital saw an influx. Of, of black men by Monday and Tuesday, they were out. So this is a, this is a, it's a, like COVID bro. It's, it's a, it's a pandemic in this bitch, but it's so, un, it's so not discussed. It's so looked over. It's, and I don't know why, maybe it's because we, we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I just said, like we will look like we just, you know, on that shit or we just look like, we, you know, that's just who we, Hey, but really, if I can't stop doing, if you see me in the street and I can't stop doing this, if you if you see me and I can't stop, something is wrong. Because we don't, that's not how we just, that's not how we want to be. None of us genetically want to be fucked up. We want to take care of ourselves and our people. So when you see us like something is wrong, 
and we and we gotta check in with each other, man. You know what I've noticed, like um, even when we're raised or even programmed, depending on how you look at it, um, when we get this diagnosis about whatever we're going through, mental health issues or whatnot, most of us are groomed to be nose blind to our issues. They take, and again, it's like some people even uh, coddle you in that, like you know what, this is a good man. They're doing this, this, and this, and you're good for to serve their purpose not for the benefit yourself because as long as you stay in this little parameter and you're manageable then you're good when really you could be suffering inside like nothing i mean like you can't describe it and this is what we see not just in the house because we always had that adage whatever happens in this house stays in this house and now usually that's your first introduction to dysfunction or anything molestation emotional abuse psychological trauma you know, verbal terrorism. Or even like as far as with the discipline. Oh, yeah, you know, I took care of my kids, make sure they did this and this. Most of them did it out of fear. They didn't want to go through that whole situation. And yeah, we glorify it back then, but it's like there's there's certain measures that we should use. Like, okay, with discipline, there should be like an instruction like, hey, I don't want you to do certain things because there's consequences to this. Not just get on the thrill of beating the shit out your kids or treating them a certain way or just abusing them a type of way. Because, like, again, you're transferring your traumas onto them. So this is what we're talking about being generational curse breakers, not just financially, because even that's uh, psychological damage, too. We're talking about how to treat ourselves, each other, that agency. Well, the young boys, yeah, they sit there and cry for a little bit, but... They need to get back on track, learn how to protect themselves, learn the tenets of manhood, learn the necessity of femininity and have that level of balance as men, learn how to be better uh, leaders, have that level of empathy, but then again, have that level of discipline, like cut that, cut that weak shit out. So there's so many things that we have to learn on our own, on the fly, there's a lot of pressure because they expect you to be the very man that they say they want. And now you're seeing a lot of young men who are being raised to where the mothers nor the women they aspire to get can't stand them. But that's a whole different type of pressure. But you guys, what do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, I think you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you spoke on that too, because, you know, we're the foundational manhood podcast. So the foundation of manhood is spirituality. True or false? That's true. The first value is spiritual. So with black men dealing with mental health issues, that's a spiritual crisis that we're in. Understand when you're attacked emotionally, mentally psycho this is spirit this is all spiritual spirit entails emotional psychological and mental that's spirit all day a lot of people think spiritual is some clandestine ghosts woo type of shit no we're not talking about religion 
So with black men dealing with mental health issues, it's a spiritual crisis. Which then leads to, this is why it's mental health. Because after your spirit is fucked up, what's then fucked up as a result? Your health. Mental health. What's the second? What is the second life value? Health. So you wonder why we have a mental health problem? Because we're dealing with a lot of malefic and malicious spirited people. This is why when you said on a five minute fire watch, bro, this is the winter of wealth. You got to get away from certain people. Stop dealing with certain people. Because they're the ones who who's who is participating in the negative energy that's being fed to your spirit. Which is which is impeding us from getting the wealth. Because it's why? Because our health is fucked up. Well, uh, before you send to, uh, you know, a black man, uh, hard podcast. The reason I said the whole thing about the winter of wealth is survival mode. And, you know, out there in the winter, you got to rely on the four P's as a matter of life or death. And, you know, what often gets frozen out is the procreation part. And the problem solving. Most times they're cool until you decide to put your foot down and say, look, this is the fucking problem. Most of them will show that they're above reproach, above correction. But every time you turn around, you, you did this, you didn't do this, you didn't bring this. If you didn't provide anything, I cannot give you love. So it's conditional. They teach you how to trick out your best self, especially whoring out your uh, procreative side. Because that procreation is like your creativity, what you were built to do, what you can do without getting paid. And you find you lose yourself in it to find the best of yourself in it. That's what we did the podcast earlier talking about fem cells and hobosexuals. You get comfortable being in that cell of complacency. And you're on that shoe program. You're just slaving away. You, hey, you need to have a job. You need to make six figures. The thing is, when you get to your procreative side, when you take care of your health, you're not spending thousands upon thousands of dollars to just to exist. Because when you're doing what you love to do, you're living. And you would you do what you do for a living to start living. You'd be surprised of fucking where that money and everything else come from that in the, the networking, all that shit, because everybody loves that energy. When it comes to business, they buy into you. Fuck your product, personally. Because of you. You sold them on you. But they want to sit there and put you on the clearance rack. I want you to be comfortable being with my complacent self and make me feel like something. Even though they're devoid of what they need, you are that light that keeps them there. Because sometimes you find out the woman you're laying with or some of the people you surround yourself with, they're comfortable being around a nightlight. Not the son that you were built to be. And, and, and you'll fuck around and get and get and get uh, uh, crucified just for being who you naturally are. 
like like a motherfucker could see, oh, this is a five-star general in the making. They may not be a five-star right now, but they got a few stars that they working with. And I want, I want, like you said, I, I want to be around that because we we exude this this, I don't know what the fuck it is, but we make people feel safe, protected, looked out for. Like that's just who we and we don't gotta have shit in our pocket. Some of us is broke as shit. But when we come around, we got you. You would be surprised. The kids love us. The dog, the animals love us. Everybody that ha that's in tune with God is drawn to us naturally, right? So you got to think. Well, if motherfucker is is drawn to something that's God like, well then something that is opposing God is gonna be drawn to me, but not in that way. But they're gonna come like they are. These motherfuckers gonna come with the smile, come with the tight pants, come with the short skirts, come with the food, the money, whatever they think we want. Whatever they think we want. That's why you could be in a marriage. Bro, I was married for over 10 years. And all I asked for was respect. It was the one thing that I never got. Still haven't gotten it. What was thought that, what was, I guess, mistakenly uh, assumed that I would, what, what would pacify me was coochie. I've never been that man. I've never been that man to just let coochie run me, to let money run me. It's like, nah, I'm, I'm always, from the time I was small, I was working on a, higher, on a higher level. It was like, if something is not right, it just ain't right. I don't give a fuck what it is. If something's not right, it's not right. And I could be making money, you know, at, a, at 19, making thousands of dollars, but it didn't feel right. So I'm walking away from this shit. Because in my spot, I can't do it. Um, when you're in a position and you gave your, you dropped your anchor to, cause to the best of us, dropping our anchor is putting that seed in in fertile land. It is 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 having a child. That's us dropping that anchor. Literally, we could be out floating about anywhere, but as soon as we boom drop that anchor, we know we're not going over. We know that shit. We're staying there to take care of that. But like you said, some people get comfortable when we drop that anchor, not knowing that we're not designed to just float in this fucking water. We're designed to set sail in this bitch, to keep, to get us from point A to point B to point, all the way to our destination. It's not just about flossing on a motherfucker. It's not just about making it look good or keeping up with the Joneses. We, we're trying to get closer to God and we're trying to build this foundation and, and we know we can't do it alone. But that puts us in, in, in it makes us vulnerable to the hyenas, vulnerable to the vultures, vulnerable to the, to the motherfucking bottom feeders. So we gotta, we need agency. Like, like I, I love how, how y'all say that, bro, because without it, we, we will be in the wilderness, bro. Like, and, and there's so much out there working against us. It's not even a conspiracy. Bro, I, I, I've, I've talked to brothers about this shit in, 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 in jail cells. You see this shit. It, it's, there's an influx of us. There's a gang of us in jail for the same shit. How the fuck is there 15 of us in here with the damn near the same uh offenses or the same crime the same whatever all of us saying we didn't do this shit come on bro 
Like it, it's it's got to be something to this shit, man. And so, man, it, it. Thank you for this for 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 this conversation. And everything you said, Ronan, that yeah. shit was on. That shit was a hundred percent true. Well, it, what you think about it too is just like, and, and I'm glad my brother's back here. It's like we made a pact when we first met up. First conversation that look, if I eat, you eat. And what seemed to be trouble thrown our way, really because of our combined light, we ran the shadows fucking off. We had to. Because we came prepared to work. We came, we knew that where we were was not where we wanted to be. And we was looking to make a difference. Now, there's some people who want to hang on and believe that, you know, we on the same page. But you let your light shine long enough you start seeing the shadowy motherfuckers out there show reveal who they really are. And then within two years, close to two years, out there doing shit that most people weren't even thinking about doing because we had a plan. We didn't know how to get there, but we started speaking life into our vision and things just happened. We can't even explain half the shit, personally. That shit didn't... Uh, that happened in in July. Best trip ever. My personal opinion. And not only did we get that creative recharge, which helped us mentally because we was on the verge of breaking. But we was able to network with other people, do a collaboration with, you know, BGP, having a good time. Every day we woke up, rested, which hasn't happened in a long time. Then you just out there see, and we didn't care about the heat. We was out there actually having fun. We didn't turn the fucking TV on. Barely even mess with the internet. I, I had my setup, didn't touch it. VS1 did one stream, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But we was too busy moving and just having the fun and just the conversations along the road. You know, again, you didn't feel like time felt different. It felt fucking different because your perspective changed. And sometimes people feel that's dangerous. You're thinking too big. Cool. If it's too big, you're not big enough for me to be around. Stay on the porch. But to see, you know, my brother see something for the first time out in West, chill, got a chance to meet with you, poor boy, and everything like that. You know, even though people got mad, we did a nine minute, 59 minute video in the penthouse, 55th floor. Hey, shout out to the 55th floor. <laughs> shout out to the 55th. <laughs> shout out to Mona, man. Cause I'm telling you, boy, that shit was it was and it, and it came out of time where um like it was a life or death situation, literally. You know what I'm saying? It and 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 we got to experience the life part because don't nobody want to be in death. Don't nobody want to operate in death. Death is not uh, an, an eternal place. Death is a way of living. You can be alive and be dead than a motherfucker or dying. When you're dying and you don't want to die, your spirit is going to fight for you. Even if you don't have the fucking strength, your spirit is going to fight for you. And as long as you can give yourself that perspective, your spirit is, has a fighting chance. So if you don't give yourself that perspective or at least... Um, pull yourself out of that environment just for a minute just for a minute even like the bible says go 
go up to the roof, nigga, if you can't be in the house. Go to the fucking roof. If you can't go to the roof, go to the wilderness. Like, run to that bitch because that's going to be your saving grace. Why? Because it's going to give you just the amount of perspective that you need, that your spirit needs for your ass to have a fighting fucking chance because eat that, that, that darkness don't quit. That darkness is an abyss. It's just, it's a, it's, it's, it's a bunch of that shit waiting. It, it's, it's been there waiting to do what it does best, which is swallow motherfuckers. And, 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 and it'll give us the feeling like the Richard Pryor movie was like, which way is up? We don't fucking know which way to struggle in because we're so caught up in this shit. No matter what we do, it feels like a catch 22 in this bitch. So if, but once you get out of that element, bro, your energy change, you feel lighter. You feel, you feel like, man, like, like what the fuck you start losing weight. You could be, you could be in that shit two days out of that shit. Now your shoulders is looking smaller. Now your face is clearing up. Your hair looks different. Like you just, you step out the shower and the air hits your ass different. Like mm -hmm. your pores is like, nigga, thank you. Yeah. And, and, and you don't know what the fuck it is. You start feeling guilty. <laughs> Dig, like you, you can start feeling guilty. Like, like, oh man, I wish the people that wanted, that I was suffering with could experience this too. No, it's for your ass. This is for you. Because if you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. Obviously, they haven't because that's why you're in the situation you're in now. And sometimes yeah. it shouldn't. We feel like, I know I felt like, man, it shouldn't have to be like this, though. And then that voice comes, but it is, though. <laughs> it is like this, nigga. Yeah. You know why it's like this? Because you let it get like this. You let it get like this. You sold out. You sold your... You sold yourself out for something. And no matter what it was that you sold yourself out for, you can't keep punishing yourself for that shit. You gotta, you gotta move forward. You have to and 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 move forward with clarity. Don't just move blindly. You move blindly and, and you may get caught up again. You move with intention. You see, if, if you don't know which way is up, then you set your intention. And once you set your intention, then you move. But as soon as you move, don't feel like, okay, I moved enough. That's it. I moved once. And this is as far as I'm going. No, keep moving. Keep moving. Because, because trust me, the enemy is two steps behind you. Two steps behind you. You take one step back. You done met that motherfucker halfway again. It's a powerful, it's a powerful thing, man. Man. Bro, you ain't lying, man. You ain't lying because if it just feels like it just seems like the darkness is 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 what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what it and, and it's like we accept it. I'm gonna speak for myself. You know, you know how you were saying how. That realm is not force, but the power that the black man internally has. This is why a lot of us be on demon time. Because that's another way that the darkness swallows you. You become part of it. Yeah. You then begin to take instruction from that. And that instruction could be 
nigga, you ain't feeling good, go eat some McDonald's. See what I'm saying? Oh, 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 you mad? Go eat some apple pies, nigga. Go get five of them. Go get five of them. No, nigga, you don't need one. You need five. Fuck that good girl. Go lay with Crunchy Foot Carla. Right. Oh, 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 that good girl made you mad. Um, go lay up with um Swamp Tank Stacy. <laughs> and and really fuck up your life. Give her that baby you always wanted, nigga, because yeah. obviously don't nobody else want you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or how about this, nigga? You ain't worth having no children, so don't even want none. Mm-hmm. Don't even, don't even, don't even attempt to procreate because you ain't even worth it, nigga. Who gonna have your baby? You broke. You a bum. You ain't shit, nigga. Who mm. wanna have a baby by you? Yeah. How about that? How about black men run around saying they don't want to procreate because of these reasons? Fear, doubt, that realm, that realm, bro, that shit is, that shit is like, that shit is like it never stops. It never stops, bro. Yeah. Like, have you ever woke up and felt like you was in that realm? Yeah. Plenty of times. Hell yeah. It 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 um it it had me it had me uh I was I was dead on the inside, like spiritually. I I, I I can't even tell you how many experiences I've had since I was a little boy with elders, like just a random elder coming up to me and speaking to me um, type shit. And um, and every all of these encounters stuck with me throughout my life. And I, I'd say around the time I was 19, 18, 19, that's when I, I was I was I was. Uh, how do you call it? Uh I was working in that in that environment. I was like not thriving, but I was just existing in death. And death was all around me. People were getting murdered. I was around dope fiends. I was trying to sell dope. I was trying to be a pimp. I was robbing people. I was going to jail. Death was all around me in these walking cadavers, like just people existing. But there's it, it's it's a just a darkness about them. Like if you were to, if you, if your, if your spirit or if you if you, if you were to just, your mind was to give you just a blink, just an instance of clarity for one second and you come to, it hits you like a motherfucker, like, whoa, this isn't right. And, and all of a sudden, but then that numbness starts to take off. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hit that blunt. Hit that blunt. Hit that blunt. Drink, get, 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 take another shot, nigga. Take another shot. Take another shot. No, 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 no. Go in the room with the bitch. Go in the room with the bitch. Hurry up. Hurry up. Run. Because it, it's trying to get you back to that. Okay. 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 I don't feel it no more. Whew. Nigga, for a minute there, I was alive and it scared the fuck out of me because we know we're not supposed to be in this condition. We know we're not supposed to be in that, in that fucking place where God can't reach us. We know that shit. And there is a place where God can't reach you. It's where you don't want to be reached because everything around you is just enough to keep it off of you, to keep that darkness off of you. Everything around you is just enough to keep that feeling of, 
I got to do better for myself off of you. Because how are you going to do better for yourself? Every time you think about the shit, you get tired. Every time you try to get a fucking or sit down and do a job application, you get discouraged. Who's going to so hire me? Yeah. All of that, bro, it, it's, it's a, and, and like y'all said, it's a bunch of motherfuckers that love us in that shit. Love us in that element. Why? Because we black men and we make everything look good. Like anything we going through, we make it look good. Yeah, nigga. I'm depressed. Yeah, nigga. You see me in this party, nigga. Yeah, nigga. I just lost my kids, nigga. But you see me with these bitches, nigga. Like any, we make anything look good. Let a motherfucker be in a struggle because they doing better or they they following a plan to do better for themselves. That's the only thing we don't make look good because it's not easy. The shit is not easy. And for the motherfucker that's that's like, oh, I'm fasting today. You don't know that they fasting. But if you look at them closely or you listen to them talk, they breath stink. <laughs> they, they, they lips might be dry. If you look at them closely, they don't make it look good, but they're not supposed and they're not supposed to complain either because they're on a journey. But see, we as black men, we suffer like this. We suffer because. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers expect us to keep operating at a level of, of perfection, a level of nothing is wrong, a level of I, I, I got this. I don't need nobody else because when I make it, I want to say that I did it myself type shit. That's not how shit gets done. That's not that's not how shit even works. They didn't even build this country by themselves. They no. needed somebody to do it with them and they needed somebody to fund them. They didn't just come on, bro. Like when you when y'all say agency, bro, it's such a it's such a powerful term because without it, without it, we don't have a 55th floor. Without it, we don't we don't have the the foundation. We don't have it without agency. This we gotta have we have to have a cement man. We have to have a a, a a carpentry man. We have to have somebody doing HVAC. We have to have an electrician. We can't do all of this shit by ourselves. It's mm -hmm. not going to be stable. Well, you made great points. And the thing is like uh, every man fasts different. Some of the guys are fasting from fellowship. You got guys fasting from fatherhood. Some are fasting from masculinity. But... Again, you start seeing what that person's diet's about, why they're doing the certain things they're doing. Like you said, just like they'll run and find their vices and whatnot. But solid men run to advice. How can I become better? How can I be a better architect, not just for myself, but for my brothers, my peers? I want to build something that'll outlast me because the time I've been given is finite. I got to make this shit count. And me being a man, what do I look like squandering that time for a long period of time? What do I have to show for it? How will you be remembered? That's one of the many things that is set before us as men, but that we have to find for ourselves. And also for my brother, it's like, um, I want to give him props for doing his thing. One of the best parts of the trip was seeing him transform from who he was before the trip to what he is right now people would say he's been on fire and some people want him to sit next to the bricks i said mother i am a brick and i'm building shit it's a big fucking difference and you can just tell by just the content how he moves 
do what he's supposed to do, even in spite of the things he's dealing with. You get that spark of ingenuity and motivation. That's all a nigga need. That's all he need. <laughs> Bro, Ronan, fact, and I don't even, I don't want to uh, take up too much of the floor, but fucking facts. That's all we need sometimes is it, just to be, it's just to, to know that, 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 that brother exists because in him, I can see myself type shit. And if I know that if he can do it, I can do it. That's all I need. And that, and, and to me, that's the, that's, that's a part of building that, 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 uh, that, 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 uh, what is it? That brotherhood right there. It's just you living. Like I, like I told bro, I said, you speaking on shit just without fear. You can hear it without fucking fear. Let's me know that I don't need to be fearful of shit because you're able to speak on it, which lets me know I'm not alone, bro. Like, and, and that shit is so fucking powerful because for so long I felt like can't nobody, don't nobody feel me. Like, like don't nobody understand what I'm going and why would they even want? Who am I? I get treated like shit. I must be shit. But somebody that looks like me, sounds like me, Damn near come from the same experience. You can hear it in the motherfucker's voice. Don't give up. You don't even got to say don't give up. All you got to say is, what's up, bro? You good? And I'm not going to give up because I already know it's somebody out there is looking. They 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 got my best interests at, at heart. And they don't want nothing. They're not asking me for shit. They're not exploiting me. They just, they're not abusing me in silence and, or hold, get, and all of the shit that they they even do for me that they take credit for, they not throwing it in my face. They, this motherfucker is just there. I, I, so I can't let him down. I can't let him down. That's the big brother. That's the father. That's the uncle. That's what we need to have, bro. That's brotherhood, like a motherfucker. And that's exactly, that's exactly what a lot of us are missing. Because it's too many... It's too many of the big bros and the uncles and the fathers that's like, fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. He get it how he get it. I, I ain't have shit growing up, so I, I, I don't give a fuck what another nigga got. That's, see, that is a sign of mental health. All of that. You, well, if I got it like this, you got to do. Nigga, then, that's not manhood, number one. Men don't operate like that. Oh, because I had to get it on my own. Now, that's not how men do shit. That's selfish. Women are like that. Women are like that. If I had to get it hard, you got it. That's a one. one men don't operate like that. Men don't operate like that. Because if they did, they wouldn't provide the, at the level that they do. We don't do that. So... What brothers got to realize is, is all of this animosity and this angst that niggas got for each other is a problem that you dealing with on your own. It's an internal problem. It's an internal problem. Which stems from other things, like you said earlier, bro, your environment. You come up around a bunch of broke, broken ass, fucked up ass shit. How, how how could you be good to somebody else? 
How good could you be? You don't know what being good to a person is. All you learned was how to be fucked up, conniving, snakish. That's all you know. Because that's all you've been around. You can't be something you, you ain't never experienced. You can't be a good nigga around fucked up shit your whole life. You're not a good nigga. You don't know how to be. You don't know how to be. And this is what we got to understand. Nigga, we don't know how to be leaders if you ain't come from one. You don't know what to do. You don't even know how to think. You don't even know how to respond to things because you've never been around it. And brothers, we got to stop acting like we don't need to have these conversations because these are the real conversations niggas need to be having. Because this is the real fucking problem. Because this is why you have a whole generation of kids that are acting out of control and their parents ain't grow up in the street. So what's the excuse? What's the excuse for you going out there doing what you're doing? It's a, it's a mental, it's a mental thing. It's a spiritual thing. This kid may be dealing with abandonment. So what he grew up with money. Nobody pay him attention. Nobody, when the last time his mama told him he, she loved him. When the last time his daddy told him he loved him. All he want to do is smack him upside his fucking head. But don't tell a little boy he love him. But then you want the boy to act to act accordingly. How? He's being neglected, which leads to mental health issues. Neglect, abandonment. This is all part of abuse. That was normal in the black household. Neglect is normal. Sit you in front of the TV and go upstairs and smoke weed. I grew up like this myself, nigga. That's neglect. That's what that is. We, we, we can make it into what we try to make, want to make it into being, but that's what it is. And that type of shit leads into other things because it's, it's, it's never resolved. And then when a person gets older, they've grown to what? Accept it. So now this is just my life. This is why I was saying that earlier. You, 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 you become, it becomes a normal modality. This is just your MO. This is just how you move. It's not that you're being that way intentionally. This is just what you know. And you're going to live out what you know. And brothers got to start paying attention to the shit that they don't know. Because the shit that we don't know is why, is why certain areas in our life are being neglected. That's you it. see what I'm saying? Bro, you, you're going to suffer like those, like you said, you, you're going to take on those, those traits, but, and, and not even know what comes along with that shit. Like you'll take on those traits, not knowing the other side to that shit, because they didn't show you the other side to that shit. They didn't show you the the mental anguish or the physical, uh, 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 the 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 uh, what the fuck is it? The the uh, fuck I can't think of the word. 
They didn't, okay. they didn't, the effects of that, exactly. They didn't show you that shit. So therefore, we don't know how to react to the shit when it hits us. Like you said, we, we could be suffering from the shit, but because we didn't, we don't, we weren't taught how to deal with the shit. We were just shown the effects, the outcomes of that shit. Now we're just mimicking the outcomes of that shit, but now we're really suffering from the effects of that shit. And the effects of that shit is everything that you just said, bro. Like, like, like you could have a motherfucker and we're, we, you could have Johnny. Lil Johnny is trying to grow up or Lil Johnny is acting just like his stepdaddy. His stepdaddy is not built like his real daddy. But what's so what's in Lil Johnny is something different than what's inside of his stepdaddy. Now, his stepdaddy is less of a man than his real daddy because his mama, she couldn't she didn't want to own or, or step up to the plate to be with a real motherfucker like her dad, his dad. So she got with a lesser man because he had less to hold her accountable to. Mm -hmm. So then she felt comfortable in that shit. So now Lil Johnny is seeing what a half a man looks like knowing them, not knowing, but feeling something different on the inside. So now he's going against his natural innate greatness to be like something that doesn't fit him. Not knowing that what he's being like, not even out of, a, just out of a need to connect. He's being like a lesser man, not even knowing that shit, but not knowing what a lesser man has to deal with. This motherfucker mm. is, 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 he, he's, motherfuckers use him. Lesser men get abused for free. They, they have to, or else they feel like they're not bringing shit to the table. But a, 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 a complete man or, or a man that has is, is made from a higher caliber of man because we have different calibers of men. A man that's made, a boy that's made from a higher caliber of man, he feels it on the inside. This is not right. Something's not right. So what does he do? He speaks up. And in that environment, when a little when a young man speaks up about how he's feeling, about what he's going through, that's when the opposition silences that motherfucker. Where they, they let them know, look, you need to quit complaining. You crying right now. Quit being a bitch. Nah, if you don't like the dirty dishes, in the, then go wash them yourself. If you don't like the house being dirty, then go clean it. But me, I'm out here in these streets. You're like, fuck, mom. Why why it got to be like, like why, why does it got to be like? Nigga, that's just how it is. And ain't no nigga around your mama who's getting free pussy, mm. a roof over his head, and, and, and EBT on the plate every day, he's not going to change her. He's not going to want to change. He has no incentive to change her. So what we're seeing now is we're seeing this, we're seeing us coming up in this environment, bro, that that's that's really um, I would even go as far to say that it, it's it's singling out those of us that come from or that have that higher caliber in our DNA because it's, it's singling out that gene, that one fucking gene. And it's trying to turn us into fuck boys. But in, we know that that's not us. But we're suffering in ways that fuck boys suffer, that half of men suffer, because we're products of our fucking environment. And we they never showed us how to deal with that shit. They never taught us how to cry. Yeah. God damn it. They never taught us how to fucking cry. They never let us cry long enough to know when it's we're done crying. So we... We'll go and we'll shed a couple fucking tears when it gets to be too much, not knowing we got a whole bunch of other shit that we got to let out. And that shit turns into, into fucking schizophrenia. That shit turns into fucking 
uh, uh, depression, all kinds of shit, because we don't understand why we're like this, like we're, why we're feeling like this. Not knowing it, like, bro, this is how you supposed to feel, nigga. You just lost hella people. Your friends just got murdered right in front of you. You supposed to be depressed. You 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 just your 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 fucking your mom just admitted to you that she didn't never even loved you. Yeah, you supposed to not trust women right now. But you gotta learn from that. You gotta heal from that. And like you say, she you, you say we gotta heal before we build. We don't. We're not taught that shit. That's why I subscribed to you. When I heard you say that shit, I said, oh, nigga, let, I got it. <laughs> ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Let me subscribe, hit the bell. Let me, because he's on that raising the king shit, bro. That's that raising the king shit that we need. We need to know that we got to heal before we build because that's the truth. And, and, and when you got that caliber in you, it resonates. It resonates because I see me in you. You're saying something that my spirit has been telling. I just didn't know that's what it was saying. So I'm now we connected on some other shit. Like, like before we even met, if I'm letting a motherfucker talk shit about you online, don't let me see this nigga in person type shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Nigga, I'm gonna ride for you like I rode for Pac, nigga. Like, don't let me right. see that nigga in person. You know what I'm saying? Because, because that's 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 God is telling me you're all right. You're all right. He's a good dude. You're all right. And 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 again, it doesn't come with no price tag on my spirit or on my soul. So that's and that's how that's how we know. I'ma say this time and time again. And I need you guys to say it to yourself when you wake up in the morning, throughout the day, hell, before you go to sleep. The price of the goddamn brick went up. You want my block of time? You want this dick? You want to be around my circle? You got to raise your standards up here. Can't be fucking. We can't do no mediocre shit no more. We cannot afford to be emotionally illiterate. No more. If my feelings don't count for shit, if my opinion don't count for shit, if my presence don't count for shit, fuck you and everything you got going on. Either get the fuck out of the way, or get ran over. This is not no arrogant shit. This is guys knowing their worth. Not with your job, not with the chick you got on your arm, none of that inner superficial shit. That's cool to have. But if you ain't got, the, if you're internally bankrupt, you ain't worth the fuck. You're a spiritually impaired mule of provision. Matter of fact, nowadays, instead of just asking about you being pro, uh, be a provider and protector, question them how they feel about a guy, your procreation, the necessity of problem solving. You'll solve a lot of problems with that conversation right up front. You ain't my daddy? Cool. <laughs> Get your orphan ass out of my fucking face. Get the fuck out the way. Hmm. Fuck out right. of the way. Right. And I'm not going to be your daddy when you taking this dick because you Real ain't shit. getting nothing. The best I could ever give you is dick and distance. You ain't even worth that. Same thing with these pussies that want to hang around you because of your light. Because you guys that they, they, they bold around you. But when they woman come around, this nigga's a night like now. 
<laughs> Your nuts supposed to hang 24-7. Even my nuts know when to give me space. Uh, so, when, so when it comes down to it, if you're a man, be that man. There, there's, there's no half-ass. There's no gray area with that. Either you're that guy or you ain't. If we talk about that whole thing with lifestyles. There could be a billion motherfuckers in the same space, and none of y'all can afford the rent because none of y'all ain't staying on something solid. So when it comes to our mental health, that's important. If you sit there and say like, oh, yo, you'll get over that, I'm over your ass. I don't care if you birthed me. I don't care if I married you. I don't care if I played in the sandbox with you. Our thoughts, feelings, our presence matter. And we got to stand on that shit. No apologies. That's why I said the whole thing, the winter of wealth, it's the wealth of your health. Overall, financial, spiritual, social, every fucking thing. You can't afford to be out there in this fucking wilderness out here. You're going to get froze the fuck out. Straight up. Facts. Facts. Big facts. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree because it's time for us to insulate ourselves from bullshit motherfuckers. Straight up. Stay, stay. I'm don't stay away from me. Because this this is a problem I used to always say. Fake motherfuckers, stay away from me. No. I'm gonna do you one better. I'm gonna stay away from you. Cause a fake motherfucker don't want to stay away from you. They don't. This is why I realized about fake motherfuckers. They don't want to stay away from you because you have something to offer. That's why they fake around you. So they, a fake motherfucker never going to stay away from you, nigga. So don't you, we got to stop telling fake people to stay away from us because they have a reason to be around you because they fake and they want something from you. So they're never going to stop being around you. You have to stop being around them and making yourself accessible for them to be around. And then when they see that, they'll buzz the fuck away. Like a gnat or a mosquito. You know, bro, you're right. Because it's amazing how many fake bitches want some real dick. Mm. How many fem cells want a real nigga? Yeah. I need me a real nigga. Bro, the air is thin for motherfuckers that can't fly. So as long as you keep going up, you'll see the air get thinner for that motherfucker. It's harder for them to function. <laughs> it's harder for them. They can't keep up. Like it, 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 you just keep tilling to your soil and you're going to, you're going to see all of the things that can't thrive off of your soil, off of the fruits of your labor. You're going to see how they fall off. They got, they need a diet of fuckery. And if you don't got that, that you're not feeding them that diet of fuckery. Like DS said, if they, if they can't, they, they need you to be who they are. They have a fucking job. It's like cancer. Cancer needs a weak immune system to thrive. It needs you to, it needs a part of your body to break down and be vulnerable enough for it to thrive. But if you got your shit strong and it's in, like, it, 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 there is now again, but there, uh, let me say that you will be a fucking target. You are a target. You just being that light, you just being that motherfucker. You got a target painted on your ass. But you, if you got agency, if you got that spirit about you, if you got that, that just that, if you're, if you're in your, on your purpose, 
then you're already giving your spirit a half of a fucking fighting chance with that shit, bro. Like, like it, it, it won't be able to have the same effect on you as before. That means that that motherfucker has to sharpen itself. Whatever is coming at you has to change in order for it to figure out how to affect you. It's constantly trying to uh, uh, assess your, 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 your data, your, 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 your motherboard is, is constantly trying to figure out what the fuck do we got to do? What kind of upgrades do we got to make to get this motherfucker back to, to make this motherfucker be what we need him to be. That's why you got to keep moving. Stay on your fucking toes, man, because it, it, it can never figure, figure you out, get you to a point where now you're just so stagnant. You've been doing the same shit for so long, making the same fucking decisions. The same fucking moves not for so long. Now it's got you. It, it knows where you're vulnerable at. You're vulnerable in your pockets. You're vulnerable when it comes to these women. You're vulnerable when it comes to having kids. You're vulnerable. This, this is all the shit that you'll give up everything up for. You, you'll say, fuck it. Fuck my progress. Fuck, fuck, fuck this brotherhood, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I, I finally found something to, to make me feel uh, subdued, to make me feel comfortable <laughs> enough to to feel like dying is okay right now <laughs> like like i finally found it nigga no it found you motherfucker and you allowed it to find you because you didn't want it no more you didn't want it no more you could be a prince and not want the throne it's possible it's just that's out there yeah but don't be a prince saying you want the throne but not readying yourself for that motherfucker because everybody that's counting on you that that's that's putting you up there on that throne that's sacrificing their own life to keep you up there on that fucking throne is doing it for a fucking reason you're doing it because we we need you we need you to go on but if you setting us all up for the fucking downfall my nigga then you don't you don't deserve to be around as prince or not because there's a commoner out there with more heart than you and we will raise that motherfucker up even if he doesn't come from royalty, we're gonna build that motherfucker because we need him. We need we need our young boys to know, hey, it's all right when your voice gets deep. Talk, speak. Mm. We'll be quiet. Go ahead. But when you're a uh, when you're a young boy and you and you're growing up with a in a house in a single parent household or in a double parent household, fuck it, and your voice drops. And you got that insecurity in your house, then you can't speak up. They don't want your voice to be heard. They don't want that bass to be a, a, a voice of truth, a yeah. voice of reasoning. That's a threat. That's a threat even in the own in, in the household. And like Dia said, that creates mental illness. Like now I don't don't nobody want to hear me. This shit is just in my head. Don't nobody want to hear me talk. Or when I do start telling the truth, motherfuckers are gonna come after me. So let me just Talk these fly ass lies like everybody yeah. else do, because that's going to protect me in some kind of way. And Lord knows I don't want to be attacked no more. This is how our young brothers are growing up, man. So everything that y'all say, yeah, get away from that shit immediately. And if you can't anchor yourself, young man, to somebody who can stand up for you, anchor yourself to agency so that, you know, even if I get crucified for this shit, that, that's just, I guess that's just what I was, that's I, because I can't speak a lie. I can't live a lie. So if me living in my truth, if me living my, my purpose makes them come after me, well, 
at least I got these brothers right here to 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 help me with some of this shit. At least I got some of these brothers right here to to stand up for to say the words that I can't say, to do the shit that I I'm not strong enough to do yet, because that's what the that's what we're here for. That's what we've been sitting there speaking about earlier. Like uh, they'll readily say protect and provide, but problem solving and especially procreation, your voice can speak things into existence. Mm-hmm. It addresses the bullshit around there. And that's what makes a lot of these pussies wet. Both the ones you want to jump into and the ones that tend to surround you. Yep. So you having taken command of your voice, it isn't just what you say verbally. It's the voice within you. Your What you listen to in there speaks loudly because it shows how you live, who you live around, what you allow in your space. And they want you to quiet that voice. They want you to walk around with a whisper. That's not masculine. Even if you have a very soft voice verbally, let the let the walk of the warrior speak soundly. Hey, you hear every footstep of how that motherfucker move. When you come into the room, motherfucker stand at attention. You take notice. And you're not asking for it. It's just who you are. That's what you need to take pride in. And I'm glad you spoke on that, bro, because one of those things that stops that for black men is negative self-talk. A lot of times that voice inside is telling you, nigga, you ain't shit. Why don't you just believe them? Nigga, you are a broke bum ass nigga. You, why you think she said that to you? It's the truth, nigga. Why you think them niggas don't fuck with you? Why you think nobody want to hang out with you? Why you think nobody call you to be around them? Nigga, you're broke. Don't nobody want to be around you? Fuck you. You ain't shit. This is what we're listening to. This is what's inside of us that we're listening to. Nigga, they're right. You aren't shit. This is what's creating the mental health problem. The negative self-talk. That we listen to, that we believe. We begin to believe that voice that agrees with them outside people. Like, damn, I heard my whole life, I need to shut the fuck up and my opinion don't matter. And people still say this shit about me. So maybe my opinion doesn't matter. And if my opinion doesn't matter, because see, this is how the brain works. People don't know how they brain work. If my opinion doesn't matter, my voice doesn't matter. If my voice doesn't matter, my fucking existence doesn't matter. So why the fuck am I here? I might as well kill myself. Because if you don't want to hear me, I know you don't want to see me. And this speaks to what? A man's value. When a man is not, don't want to be seen or heard, nigga, why the fuck do you exist? And this is what men are dealing with. Why do I exist? But look who they are. But look who they are feeling. They feeling they feeling a nigga that's saying a lot, but not saying nothing. They feeling a nigga that's 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 bringing shit to the table. Nothing but shiny shit to the table for a limited amount. of Every tax season, this nigga got something for us. Where every every fucking uh, uh, every time some the new the new uh, uh, product drops on the block we might be eating good for about a week 
about a week we got burgers and fries and shit like that. Other than that, but this is who gets the women. This is who gets the cars. This is who gets like this. And it's not all of them. Mind you, it's not all of them. Every once in a while, you got a hood star, a motherfucker that's saying the right shit, but living the wrong life kind of shit. Uh, but you got these motherfuckers that are winning or it looks like they winning. And these are the people that we're being told to look up to. It's like, all right, boy, if I, but if I start speaking like, if I start acting like this person and speaking like this person at the hood, don't celebrate like that. Or that my, 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 my friends, we look up to this dude, but everybody else is saying that, oh, no, this nigga just wasted his, all. Oh, this nigga just, he, he think he too good. He think he, he went to college and came back. Now he think he too, look at that nigga. He ain't got no, he ain't got no car. Like, right now he don't got a car five years from now we don't even see this man no more he's gone but we're still looking at johnny's stepdaddy johnny's stepdaddy is still out here doing the same shit talking saying a lot but talking about nothing and we're listening to this nigga because he's all we got right now is this nigga's stepdaddy but he's the only nigga with a daddy in the house fuck looking at the brother down the street that's doing this thing. It's like we we hold we uphold we get up we uphold the wrong role models, the wrong role models. A lot of rappers don't have our best interests at heart. A lot of NBA players forgot about where they came from. Like it is it, a lot of that shit going on, but we're buying this buying into this shit. We're buying the shoes. We're buying the music, and we're saying this shit over and over again in our in our earphones. And so, like you said, it's programming. We call each other nigga so much that we forget what a nip what is a nigga what is a nigga because you call me brother and it makes me feel a certain way you call me you call me king and it makes me feel a certain way but every time i see you all you see you, every time i'm laughing at it y'all you you dumb nigga you stupid nigga hey nigga come here mm -hmm. it's that it's that what is a nigga because I'm being programmed by this shit now. I'm be I, all I want to be accepted by is niggas. All I want to have in my circle is niggas. I just want to be a down ass nigga. When I'm listening to these to these songs, I just want a broad to look at me as a real ass nigga. I don't want her to look at me as a man yet, cause I'm not ready to be a fucking man. I'm trying to be a nigga. Let me figure out what this shit is first, instead of let me figure out what it is to be a man first. Let me figure out what it is to be a brother first. Let me figure out what it is to be a king and live in my innate greatness and, 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 and work in that shit first. We don't have that. We don't have that shit. So when, when you're saying heal before we build, what you're, really, what you're really telling me is that I'm being distracted right now by anything that's not healing me. I'm being distracted because I need to address my trauma first. I need to address my mental health first. To, that way I can build on some shit without having to go back and relay a structure or a foundation again. Look, this like, is why I uh, focused on, sorry, the, this is why I focused on the other part about problem solving and procreation. Get back to the source. That's part of your problem solving. I, I, ever since last year, going into the gym, I go in there six times a week now. 
it helps with the therapy just like in there to work out have a personal trainer and sit there eventually go talk to him on here and it's just like be able to focus on things you use you channel that anger into a way where you can benefit from it instead of internalizing and giving yourself all these issues as far as like an aneurysm or, or things that are messing with your cardiovascular system and all that you start putting sweat equity into yourself learn how to handle things emotional management which is a lot of us are dire need of you're not worried about what everybody's got going on it's like look this is my fight it's me against me when you start winning consistently against yourself you could beat any fucking body out here by running on your, your own race and the procreation part is that is the other core of you i was built to do shit some of you have multiple tags i mean multiple gifts my brother's a great orator fucking just does does the shit like it's just like it's like nothing and that's like look do him doing this thing what is what is my gift my gift is art we're all artists in our respective way but we have to get back into sculpting our lives where we were meant to live that's where a lot of us are fucking miserable now we're nowhere where we need to be because we're not looking where we're at as men what's my gift what brings me peace what brings me purpose when I'm able to lose myself into something and find the better part of myself, I'm on to some shit. I even got a shirt that says peace over pussy. And that's how I live it. If it's not bringing me a peace, fuck your pussy. I'll find some other shit. But literally it's talking about when you fuck the shit out of your purpose, the better part of yourself comes out of you. Because we, whether you like it or admit it or not, the universe is literally in your nuts. There's too many guys out here looking to bust a nut into fucking dark matter and get nothing out of it. So again, we got to be better if we're creative by design. We got to be ambitious architects to the very letter, especially building ourselves up. Because we talk about foundational manhood. You got to rebuild yourself. Treat your house as your temple. That way you give other guys a blueprint how to rebuild themselves and how people to and women and people around there to respect the place that you built. Problem solving, procreation, protection and provision. All of it is a package deal since everybody wants to say the whole bundle. When you start doing it that way, that's how black men start taking themselves off clearance. Bro, my my uh, rest in peace to my mentor, Muntu Benisi. Uh, um, he he told us after we went through a um, a uh, rites of passage thing for manhood, where we addressed our trauma and our cycles and things like that. He told us at the end of it. He said a lot of y'all have changed a lot from the time you came in here till now, which is only three days. He said, a lot of y'all have changed. He said, now, I'm going to tell you, when, once you become enlightened or in tune with, with your innate greatness, don't go out preaching that shit to everybody because they're not going to feel you. If he said, it's enough that you've changed, you're now, there's a light inside. That light is now uncovered. There's nothing, 
There's no more layers of all of that bullshit that you were doing. He said, now that you're that light, that, that light, be that light. And motherfuckers are going to come up to you and ask you, how did you do it? What did you do? Because you just look different. You sound different. You're moving different. What is it about you? What, what did you do? Because you're no longer in that element of suffering no more. You're no longer that person. Now you're who you were made to destined to be. You're becoming that who you were destined to be. They're going to want to know how you did it. That's when you tell them everything. That's when you lay it on them. Or what you, that's when you give it to them. Because then they're, they're receptive to it. So having that, not having that honest, bro, and, and living in on your purpose, like you said, is such a motherfucker. It's such a great feeling, bro. Like it's such a great feeling, bro. When, 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 and, and, and the key is like, how do I hold on to that shit? How do, how do I keep that high going? Like, how do I maintain this feeling of, of newness about myself? It, it to someone who's sick or is coming from that sickness. Um, sometimes we resort to our old selves because we don't know how to hold on to that shit, how to keep working in our purpose. That's why it's important to give yourself that space, to give yourself that fucking perspective, because no matter if you're if you're a, if you're a track star, you can't run a race every fucking day. You got to take time to reju to 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 uh, rebuild those muscles, to to nurture yourself, to you, you even have to take a minute from running track. Just just do something different. You could lift weights one day. You could you could go swimming one day. You're still being athletic. The thing is, is you may love running track. It doesn't mean that you're a track runner or, or, or that's all you can do. You're an athlete. You're you you are an athlete, which means that even if you're not running track, as long as you're doing something active, you're still in, on your purpose. As long as you're taking care of your body, you're still on your purpose. So you could be an artist. My bad. You could be an artist. You could be a whatever the fuck it is. But as long as you're doing something to exercise your mind, to open your spirit, or to take those steps towards faith, God, whatever it is, or to know yourself. You're still on your fucking purpose. The key is to not ever stop wanting to be on your purpose. Don't ever stop wanting to be the better version of you. And that is, that is what masculinity is. That, that, um, that fight, that fight, that, that is masculine energy. Because what does masculinity does? Oppose environment. That means it opposes or your spirit opposes anything that is that is a direct or indirect threat to you. So these battles, this is why y'all always hear me say it's a spiritual war. Because these things are there to attack our spirit to attack our mentality, to attack our feelings as men. Because just being, just telling men and raising men with the concept of shut the fuck up, don't cry, wipe your eyes, you a man, is an attack. It's a spiritual attack by, by an evil entity. Because those evil entities, when they cry, they kill. When they cry, they destroy. And that's what they're trying to get us to do, which a lot of us black men have been doing because we've been told not to cry. 
So when we cry, everybody better get out the building because I'm going to blow this motherfucker up. And that's what the devil wants. This is why I always say it's a spiritual war. Because when they get you, when they get you in that place of feeling like you're not man enough to overcome this shit, falling victim could be committing a heinous crime or committing suicide. This is why, this is why in the in the Bible they tell you suicide is of the devil. That the devil convinces you to kill yourself because God wants you to live. So only the devil will convince you to, to harm yourself and to take yourself out of here because that's his job anyway. Is to get you to get the fuck up out of here because this is his place. So if he know your purpose, especially brothers like us, the attack on us is going to be extremely heavy. Get that nigga. Make that nigga upset so he could keep eating ho-hos and Twinkies so he could catch diabetes. We don't need this nigga voice. We need him in the hospital on a respirator so nobody could hear his voice no more. See, this is how I'm starting to view this shit, y'all. Attack Ronan's mentality so he don't create. So he don't want to draw. So he don't want to create. So what you do, you tell him what he creates is nothing. He's nothing. What he thinks doesn't matter. What he thinks is minuscule. So he don't create. You, how do they attack you? Same way. But what do they do? They attack your family. Why? So you could go crazy because you were Capricorn. You were family man. Father. That's what you about. That's what I'm about. Ronan is a rising Capricorn. That's what he's about. Family. So, but, but, but who attacked us the most in our lives? Family, goddammit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Shit? You see, you see this shit? Hey, and, it, and, and it's, it's like I said, it, it will figure you out, right? Like this, this, I call it the darkness because it's there's a lot of names for it, but eventually what it feels like to me is like a, an abyss, like a darkness, like a, just a swallowing. <clears throat> it figures you out what you care about the most, what you're willing to risk it all for. And I was raised, so you're going to grow up one of two ways without having a father in the house. You're going to grow up one of two ways. Either you're going to feel like, all right, I'm going to have kids and I'm never going to leave them, or I'm never going to have kids. Fuck a family. Now, I grew up feeling like I want, when I was 12 years old, like, I, want, I know I want to be a father because I was taking care of my siblings. Uh, one of them was in diapers. And I was the only one he would stop crying for. Whenever I come home from school, I was on duty every fucking day. Like, that's just how my mother would go out. She'll leave on Fridays. She'll go out to the to the bar, whatever it was. And I'd be at home with my little brother and my sister. And, and I knew I wanted to be a father so bad 
they bought me a fucking cabbage patch doll for Christmas. And that was my, they said, oh, Barry, now you got your own son. And I was mocked, like made fun of for having a doll. I gave it to my sister two days after having it. <laughs> like, I don't want him no more. Fuck it. But you know, inside of me, that, that hurt. You know what I'm saying? So growing up, it was like, I'm going to do anything I can to be a father. Now, when I got to be 19 and started seeing all of these murders and shit like that, it was like, bro, I got to have kids now. I need to have kids so that I could leave something behind. I think my, my thinking, I need to have kids in case something happens to me. It wasn't until uh, maybe uh, a few years after that, that I was thinking, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I can't, I can't have kids and leave them. The fuck? What sense does that make? But it didn't stop me from wanting to have kids. See, I was I was still of the feeling of the thinking like something is going to happen to me, nigga, because it's just meant it's got to happen to me. Everybody, all of my my father, his father, they all died of these fucking crazy ass in their 40s. So something is going to happen to me. I just but it didn't. I kept putting myself in situations for it to happen and it wouldn't happen. So now I'm like, all right, what the fuck? Because I can't have kids. I made it to 30 without having kids. I can't have kids. I want kids, but I can't have them. Um, I, I don't want to live no more, but I'm not being killed in this bitch. And ain't nobody coming for me. So what the fuck? What am I, what, what am I even living for? What is this shit for? If I can't have kids and if I can't do, I can't, but I'm talented. I'm, I'm acting. I'm, I'm on a mic. I'm doing it. And motherfuckers love me. But none of that shit makes I don't even give a I don't care about none of that shit. I don't want none of that shit. This shit that I do that I'm great at, I don't want it. I just want the shit that I can't have. Babies, a family, and and stability. These are the three things that I want that to this day I don't have. These are the things that I fought for. That so what you're saying, bro, like this shit is so fucking true. We can be we can become so uh, overtaken by the shit, the distractions, the shit that's meant to bring us down, not even realizing that's not what that's not what God wants for you, because obviously you don't have it, motherfucker. You don't have a you don't have kids because you weren't meant to have kids, at least not yet in the way that you want them. That's why the shit that you want. You're not getting because I don't want you to have it. It's not ready for you yet. Dinner's not done, <laughs> motherfucker. Stop trying to look in the oven and for some shit that's not ready yet. Wait a minute. Prepare your table. Wash your hands. Wash your face. Get ready. Season shit. Let it, let it, let it marinate a little bit before you go trying to prepare it for other motherfuckers. The shit that's meant for you is meant for you right now, not for anybody else. See, we're I'm struggling. If I'm struggling and I bring somebody else that's struggling and the only way we can bond with each other is through struggle, then we're not, we can't live. We can't live. We're, we're going to be struggling and, and thinking that we're, 
we're good for each other because we're, we can struggle in peace. But when one motherfucker gets tired of struggling, all it takes is one. Let one motherfucker get tired of struggling. That other person is not going to be ready because you're, you're now changing shit. Wait a minute. You told me we could struggle together. The fuck you want to live now? The, you, nigga, you want to live? Let, let me, let me, let me, let me bring some shit to your attention, nigga. You signed up for struggle. Struggle is what you're going to get. Who, how, God, who the fuck do you think you are to try to make me live? So me being married for eight years, in, 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 in eight years, I'm like, okay, now we got to better our situation. She says, this is the, nigga, I, this is what I want. What are you talking? Better the situation. Well, then you get the fuck out there and go get a job, nigga. So what do I do? I go out there and I get a job. I didn't know that once I went out there to get a job, I wasn't going to have a home to come back to. Why? Because I'm trying to make a better way. She doesn't trust it. She doesn't want me to make a better way because she feels like I'm going to find something better. I'm trying to make a better way so my kids don't grow up like me and her. But see, I signed up for struggle. I And I didn't know this shit. I signed up for struggle and didn't know that I signed up for struggle. I thought I was signing up to save us, to put us in a better situation. Because when I what I experienced growing up was struggle. What I experienced growing up was a house without a daddy. So what do I want? Stability, family. And what do I, I told you I was married, bro, three kids. I don't have that shit to this day. Fought for all of that shit. Put my life on the line, bro. And, and it took me to within an inch of death. It had me losing my mind, going crazy, ending up in a 5150, ending up in jail because I was fighting for this shit that I was not meant to fucking have. Now, I'm not saying I wasn't, I don't want my kids, I don't love my, I love my kids with all my, all my whole being, but I was not, I wanted something that was not meant for me to have. Not in, and not in that time, not in that way. Maybe it would have come to me differently. But see, the things that I was doing that I was great at, I was supposed to follow through on that shit. I, I see this now. I was supposed to follow through on this shit. You ever see your doppelganger doing some shit that you were supposed to be doing? If you had just stuck with the shit, and you're like, man, is that supposed to be me? Nigga, is, is that supposed to be my life? Because I know that's what I do, but I stopped doing it. As, as somebody that looks like me or is my size or my bill, whatever, the, they're doing some shit that I could have been doing. Is that, a, is that a message to me? This is how I think. Is that a message? Oh, fuck. I fucked up my shot. I missed my calling, like my boy said. Now, I don't mean to ramble, y'all. I'm just saying it, it, it's, it's, it's on that level of attack. The shit will attack us by, by giving us what we think we want. No, we're programmed to want that shit because of what we went through. But that's not what we need. And it'll hold us back in a way where now we don't know which way is up. We don't know how to, which way to go with the shit because we're getting what we want. 
but it's not good for us. We're getting what we want, but now we're suffering because of it. How do I stop this shit? How do I make this shit stop? That's how. Because now all of this shit that 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 that's attacking me, it can't get to me no more. Yeah, all of this shit that's hurting me, it can't hurt me no more. I I, I don't have to suffer no more. But I don't want to do that shit. I don't, something inside of me doesn't want it. Where am I going to go? That's when my brother calls me. Hey, come to Las Vegas. Me and Ronan got a room on the 55th floor. Bro, I don't even think I could make it out there, bro. I don't even think I could make it out there. Doubt in my mind, bro. Doubt it. Doubt in my mind. As soon as I hang up the phone, nigga, all you got to do is get there like he said. That's where your brotherhood, that's where brotherhood, and I need to feel that shit. I need to feel brother. I need to feel just a moment of, hey, what's up, man? Like, just something. Against my everything, bro. It took everything. I'm fighting anxiety attacks. I'm fighting uh, all of this shit in the car on the freeway, getting out to Las Vegas, fighting all of this shit. And, I, and I'm pulling up. As soon as I hit the fucking, as soon as I could see the strip, some memory was like, nigga, just keep going. Just keep driving, even if you run out of gas, because it took all your gas. Just keep driving. Don't don't. Why are you gonna get off the freeway? For what? Look at you. That made me want to do it even more. Like nigga, like bro. We got that in us. We got that voice in us. Why? Because it was a product of our environment. So that voice is gonna be. It doesn't mean that's who we are. Who we are is gonna outshine that, outlast that fucking voice. Who we are on the inside is more strong, is more powerful than that fucking voice. That voice is just a ghost from our environment. That that's what that voice is. It's not meant for us. Well, my bad, bro. I, I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to keep rambling and shit. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Bro, you you are guest, bro. So, and you know you are brother. So this this is a conversation that we having, and and I definitely, bro. We gotta have a part two because you know. Won't want to make it too too long so we definitely we got to do a part two man but just to respond to what you were saying bro man that's the truth man because survivor's remorse is real mm -hmm. and one thing that you said and this is something that is something that i never said but That was the reason for me taking on the situation that I was just in. Your mic, your mic cut out, I think, bro. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. Now I was saying the situation that I was in, you know, in a relationship, one thing that I wanted to do, and I was intentional with this, and this goes back to what you were saying, bro, is I never wanted them little boys to grow up and feel like my homeboys. I didn't want them boys to grow up and not know what it was to have a dad. 
you know? Because I know how it felt when my mom and my dad broke up. And that's why I stayed around for so long. Because I wanted a family. And I wanted them boys to grow up and to know that a man loves you. That your dad loves you. Because your dad is what gives you an identity. He gives you that strength. He gives you that resilience. He lets you know, go for it. I'm right here. And I didn't never want to not have that. I didn't want, I don't, I don't want black boys to grow up in the world and not have that. Cause I knew they dads. They wasn't shit. So I didn't want them to even look at their mom a certain way. Cause growing up as a little boy, when you grow up and your mom ain't with your dad no more, and she got different niggas, you start judging your mother. But as a little boy, you don't understand that your mother was abandoned. And this is some of the shit that women do when they're abandoned. They lean on their feelings. So that's how they fall in the arms of a fake nigga like your daddy. Which is why he left you. But for years, bro, I always felt something was wrong. And I never said nothing, bro. I just kept being a dad. Because of what I wanted. I wanted to be able to come home to my family. I go do lectures in different states. I want my family there. I don't want to be coming off the stage like Umar. I'm, I'm, I'm in the hotel suite with a back page bitch. With the conscious stripper. No, I want my wife there. I want my kids in the other room playing PlayStation. While my, we and my, me and my wife in the jacuzzi in the room. She bathing me and shit because a nigga was just on stage for two hours. This is what I envisioned, bro. But what you said was, this was key. When you attach yourself to certain situations and you think you just coming in and being a man and being a problem solver, no, nigga, you signed up for struggle. You signed up to go through whatever you went through because you ain't saving shit. Because guess what? That's just how it's going to go. And it's going to go that way because of the decisions that they mama made. And, and, and the fucked up bond that was created by some shit you ain't got nothing to do with. So no matter how much it may hurt you, that you no longer going to be around them, it was inevitable. And it goes back to what you said, bro. It was never intended for us in the beginning. And that, and that hurts. To realize that, to realize that, that hurts. And it hurts. 
it hurts two times in a double way because you you feel for those children that's going to be neglected. And do you feel for neglecting yourself and removing yourself from your true purpose? Because like you said, bro, it's not that our purpose is not to have children. But who said it was with that person? Who said it was for that season? And that's why we went through the shit that we went through. Because we ignored our original purpose. And that's for us to go out in the world and to impact people the way God designed us to be. And we took a fucking detour and ended up with with plastic truck nuts disorder. Because because we took a detour. Because we took a detour. Trying to trying to show somebody the way when nigga she already took her oath. You forgot yours. Forgot the oath. That person serves somebody completely different. And look, uh having faith takes on a whole nother meaning when you stop leaning on your own understanding of shit. Like when when you when you actually start paying attention to the signs. Pac had this uh he was he was he had this ad lib on one of his songs that said watch the signs and i had never really heard that be said like that it was just something that i felt was like there's signs in certain shit like little things to look out for in certain shit that lets you know certain shit it's like just look out for it. like you know i don't know what the fuck how, how to call but it's there's signs you're going to be giving signs when something's not right for you, it's up, but hmm, you'll be given signs, but you'll, you'll, you will tell yourself, well, I could work this. I could work this. Or I could change her. I could change her in this way. I can make her, I could break her. This, that type of shit. That's a fallacy. That, that's, that shit is not real. A pimp never broke a woman's mind. A pimp never broke a woman's spirit that woman gave him that uh that 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 uh that passage into her mind gave him that 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 uh uh permission to break her in that way he didn't do it uh on his own so so what am i trying to say bro fucking we know when something is not right for us but we'll tell ourselves in a certain way we can live with it where we can get by with it. We'll trick ourselves and shit and make it, make, make it feel good. As long as it feels good, something good may come out of it, but that's, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Progression is an uncomfortable act. You're going to, you're not going to be comfortable when you're out there grinding or when you're working out, but the end results is the transformation is the reward. The, the 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 end result when you when you finally lose that weight and when you finally get to that destination you can say whoo fuck it was real hard but i did it it was real hard but i it was hard but i did it because it was worth it it was worth going through that so you never have to go through that shit again you know better you know what the journey is going to be like so that, therefore whatever you're working for is worth it it's not an easy 
feel good experience while you're getting to the destination. That's some bullshit. And 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 and, and the rims, the 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 pockets full, of all of that shit. Getting to the destination. If 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 you're able to be blessed, um, beyond measure like that while you're on your purpose, then cool. That's icing on the cake. But watch the signs. Look, look out for those markers, those, those, those things that's that's pulling up something negative inside of you. Look out for that shit. Because it, it, it's it's not lying to you. That that's the last thing it's doing is lying to you. It's not, it's not hell and then one minute it's heaven. No, it's always hell. It's it's always like that. So I, I agree with everything you're saying, bro. With everything you're saying, man. That shit is that shit is heavy. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. But uh, I, I remember you said that part where you start lying to yourself, trying to make a shitty situation sound solid. Done yep. that multiple times. It got to the point where you got to own up to how you view yourself. And yeah, those things you want. Yeah, they, they can happen, but if you try to force it, if you're not built to receive it at that time, you signed up for that shit show. Yeah. I agree. I said that thought about it when you said it. Like, I can't put the finger on them really because the signs were there, but you were willing to see your vision through into something that wasn't meant to be there. You picked the wrong foundation to build on. So that's ownership. Appreciate that. Facts. Pick the wrong plot of land. Pick the wrong plot of land. And that, and that usually happens with a skewed foresight. And a lot of things could fuck with your foresight. Like your foreskin. You know? And, um, and the things that surround that, too. You know? So, a lot of times... You know, we just got to be honest with ourselves, fellas, and and this is why we, you know, we're, we're speaking about mental health. We will be back with a part two with my brother, the Black Man's Heart podcast. So I definitely want to salute my brother. Make sure y'all go follow him over there on Spotify at the Black Man's Heart podcast. Follow him on Anchor, all audio platforms. Follow my brother, the Black Man's Heart podcast. He got great content. He he interviewed me like last year, maybe a year and a half ago or something like that. Um, make sure y'all go over there and support my brother, man. He's um he's definitely part of FNP Nation for sure. Um off top, off top, but, but most definitely go and support my brother's content. He got a lot coming. You know, um, we have a lot coming as a group, us three. You know, we 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 definitely working together with on some films, whole lot of creative shit. Whole lot of creative shit for us, fellas. So definitely go support my brother. Definitely get down in the comment section. Let us know what you think about today's show. We we are going to bring my brother back with a part two. This was an awesome, awesome conversation. I loved it. I'm surprised we had two hours. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I didn't expect it to go this quick. I'm not. <laughs> but man, this, this, this is awesome, man. I learned a lot. I, man, y'all brothers had me writing down notes. 
Y'all know that about me. I don't take no notes for shit. So, shout out to y'all, man. This was a great episode. Shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin. Yeah. Shout out to you, my brother. Shout out to my brother, the Black Man's Heart Podcast. We are FNP Foundational Manhood Podcast. We are the FNP Nation. Five five. Sir. <laughs> follow us on all your audio platforms make sure you subscribe to us on youtube follow us on instagram twitter fnp and we are out peace, peace.